Sunday Meeting, November 21st, 1976. LL Research, channeling Philip, Oxel, and Hatton. Carla, channeling. My beloved brothers and sisters, it is a great privilege to make contact with your group, and I do so only to say my blessing and my peace are with you and your world. I am known to you as Philip, and I send you all the light of my brotherhood. I have wished to give encouragement to you, and I know that you have felt it. My beloved brethren, love each other, serve each other. Know that throughout all of those who dwell upon your earth at this time are your brothers and sisters. With your aid, all will one day live in harmony. Do not falter. I may continue in a moment. I am Philip of the Brotherhood of the Seven Rays. I leave you in light. May peace be unto you. H. Channeling I am Hatan. Greetings, my friends, in the love and in the light of our infinite Creator. We are certain that you have noticed this evening that there is indeed a great deal of what you would call conditioning of the instruments. You may have noticed that there is a great intensity of energy flowing, and as this meeting progresses, we shall increase that intensity and ask that you only still yourself and accept that energy, if you so desire. For, my friends, the energy that you feel is energy that will assist you. It will bring forth into you physical and audible. Greater physical energies, greater emotional controls, and greater intellectual disciplines. My friends, those rays which we so often beam upon you, that you call the conditioning ray, are not only to provide telepathic contact, but they are to assist you in recharging those energies which you dissipate through your lack of knowledge and discipline. We of the Brotherhood of Planets, in service to the Infinite Creator, are here only to serve those who would desire it. And we are grateful to be given the opportunity to join with you in these meetings and to provide our assistance as it is requested. We ask your patience for a moment, for, as you may have noticed, there are some differences in the voice of the instrument, and we are attempting to utilize greater control and require a moment to bring that control to that point which is most advantageous for bringing forth this evening's message. I am Oxel. My greetings to you. Many of you have never, shall we say, heard my voice. It is rare that I am given the opportunity to speak with you, yet I am present at all of your meetings, working with those of you who are desirous of obtaining those goals in life which you may or may not be aware of. And it is that upon which I desire to speak this evening. 
each and every individual upon your sphere of existence is an instrument of the Creator. Each instrument, by choice previous to the Incarnation, has chosen to fulfill that which many of you would call destiny. Many of you have chosen to work with one another and to love one another in simple fashion. And some have chosen to take upon themselves the responsibilities of what one might call a teacher. Some have chosen to enter into fields of endeavor in their life. Yet, we must stress, no matter what it is that you have chosen to do, whether it seems to you to be a task of simplicity or a task of great magnitude, it cannot be measured, my friends. Your worth to the Creator, your worth to your fellow man, and your worth to the entire universe is immeasurable, as is your existence. You are an infinite being. You are instilled with divinity. You are of the utmost importance. You are a portion and particle of the divine creator. Without your existence, the creation would be incomplete. Never, my friends, judge that which you are to do once you become aware of it and seek out that which you are to do. Know what it is that you have come into this existence for, and proceed to do it knowing that you are going about thy Father's business. Do not attempt to do the Creator's business. Be that business. Judge not yourself. Judge not others. Accept all things freely and lovingly, and in saying this, we do not mean that you must submit yourself to the onslaught of negativity. Learn, my friends, to control those forces which influence. For indeed, you have this ability instilled within you. Learn to be able to be, shall we say, bombarded by all negativity and meet it with your own positive energies and with the love and light which resides within you and overcome that negativity, purify it, encase it in the light, and send it back from whence it has come with your blessings. Know, my friends, that indeed you and you alone are in control of your life and all the influences within it. You can accept upon yourself anything that you desire, but no one has the ability to place upon you an experience or thought or energy form that you have not allowed to come in. It is true that many people do not know the proper means by which to control that which they accept or distinguish between the energy flows and know their work. Yet, my friends, if you seek out with true dedication that which you have entered into this life to achieve, a portion of that will bring forth to you the knowledges that you need in order to instill, or shall we say, in order to initiate the protective measures that you will require in order to achieve that destiny that you have chosen. Remember, my friends, that as you travel life's journey, 
you can alter that destiny. You are not committed to fulfill that which you have chosen to do. But if you do not know that, indeed, you shall return until you have done so. For in choosing your mission, shall we say, in life, you have done so because it is something that you have needed to give and to learn from. It is a lesson that you must experience in this classroom of life in order to achieve, shall we say, the next level of existence. You cannot learn 99% and pass, my friends. You must know all things, experience all things that this plane of existence has to offer. The passing grade is 100%. My friends, that which you endeavor to do is much more serious than you have thought. Yet do not be discouraged. For know that the Creator would not allow you to take upon yourself a greater task than what you can achieve and fulfill righteously. My friends, as I have said, you are divine. Know this at all times. Recognize and learn to see the divinity within those around you and know that that divinity is within all beings no matter who you come across in your life, whether they would be what you would call criminal, evil, or good, they are divine. They are either fulfilling that which they have chosen to do, or they shall do so in the future. Know that each person progresses at their own rate. Know that each person has that right to choose in what direction to go. Give whatever assistance you can to those that would request it. Give whatever assistance you can to those who would not request it when you know it would not be violating their will. And my friends, the hardest, the hardest thing to do for those truly dedicated is to render no assistance to those that they know would not accept it. For to share your energies with those who would rebuke it is to waste, shall we say, precious time and precious energy. All that you can do for those is to love them and to bless them and allow them to go their way. Each of you, my friends, has in one form or another begun the journey the journey that shall lead you into the knowledge of that mission you have chosen. Advance forward and never look back, for what is behind you, my friends, is experience. Utilize it properly and continue to go forward, knowing that you shall indeed achieve those goals which you have entered into this life for. Indeed, you are the servant of the Creator and the servant of your fellow man as the Creator is your servant and your fellow man is your servant. But service, my friends, comes only in love and love does not demand and love does not possess. Love does not criticize. Love does not place judgment. Love, my friends, as this instrument 
has been told before, can be simply defined. The L is for luminescence. The O is for omnipresence. The V is for vacillating. The E is for eternity. Love is luminescence, the light within you. The omnipresence everywhere, vacillating and flowing forever eternally within you and within all your men who walk this plane of existence. And within each particle, within each molecule, within atomic structure that your scientists observe, this love is and this love shall always be. It cannot be smitten. It cannot be hidden. It cannot be denied. Love is the most potent energy of the universe, and it shall succeed over that which you call darkness or negativity. Take these words of wisdom. Do with them what you will. Know that I love you, that my brothers and I continually send you our love, our light. We work upon a plane of existence which is what you would consider above yours. And we do many things which you do not see to assist you. But, my friends, it is your life and it is your mission. Do with it as you will and know that we will assist you. I am Oxo. Though I leave, my brother Hatan shall speak through another instrument, for this instrument is growing tired. I leave you in his love and in his light. I am Oxo. Be channeling. It is our pleasure to be with you. We are with you always in the light and the love of our infinite Father. It is indeed a pleasure to send forth this love in many forms and in all directions. And it is indeed an honor to instill within you these words of truth to be scattered as seeds from the essence of life. From the beginning, or the origin, of all existence, there has always been an eternal truth that shall exist always. For the love we send to you is not a inaudible. Yet as it passes through, we send with it the love within us inaudible. We are sorry for the interruption. We shall attempt a different communication. I am Hatan. Carla, channeling. I am again with this instrument. We would like to attempt to speak just a few words through the one known as M, if he would be receptive to our contact. For we feel that the one known as M would indeed be of service. Yet we in no way desire to infringe upon his free will. We will therefore simply attempt to speak a few words, if the instrument would relax and make himself receptive. I am Hatan. Carla, channeling. I am again with this instrument. 
we understand and sympathize with all conditions of question and doubts regarding the contact. We are extremely privileged to help each of you, for there are many ways to serve. And vocal channeling, as you call it, is but one. It is possible that, at some future time, events may alter the thoughts of those who are not sure about attempting to be of service in this way. Yet, whatever the service is, my friends, it matters not. For, as our brothers said it, within this, inaudible. It is not the apparent magnitude of the service that we are concerned with in learning. It is only the attitude and the intention. It has been written in your holy works that the master known as Jesus, indicating the correct role of the teacher, knelt upon the ground and washed the feet dusty from the road of those who were his students. This he did as a lesson. My brothers, that which you call humility among your peoples is a difficult lesson to learn. Many are those among you who feel that they are stronger than their brothers and must help them. Yet we wish to share with you an understanding of yourselves for no one, my friends, is strong. Each is a collection of the strong and the weak. And just as when you are weak and you reach your hand out, someone has helped you and you needed that help. Just so, if someone reaches out to you, you have as much need as that weak man as you did when you were weak inaudible. For in your strength, you can only stay strong by giving that strength to others. Just as in your weakness, you could only change by giving your weakness. Mankind, and by this we mean the race of those whose souls or being are filled with the Creator in consciousness, all these men are one great inaudible. The strong have need of the weak and the weak need of the strong, for all together make one. It has earlier been said, too, that without each of you, my brothers, the universe would not be completed. Without the weakest of your brethren, without the most troublesome, without the most foolish, you would be lacking. Know that you have a blessing and you are asked to reach out your hand. Know that, just as the Master known as Jesus would stop and heal the most wretched of those along the way, stop what he was doing with thousands to heal one weak man, so it is never your great dreams that are most important, but that which is required of you at the moment. This cannot be accomplished without meditation, for inspiration of this kind is considered words of folly by your wise men. Meditate and go within. For that which is foolish to the world is a treasure to you, inaudible. Before I leave this gathering of souls, I would ask if there are any questions. Questioner. Inaudible. Hatan. We are with the instrument. We are aware of your question, 
Each of you who dwell within the physical also has at the heart of that physical body an animating spirit. And this animating spirit often becomes starved by the active daily existence of your physical being. It is in sleep that this being refreshes itself, for it is then free of the gross physical form with its chemicals and its impurities. And it can take instruction, work out deeper difficulties which have penetrated to its existence, and store up energies with which to animate the physical being during the waking period. Dream activity is of this nature, and without the dream activity, the physical being would soon be unable to function. This has been proven by your scientists, and this instrument is aware of the research. Therefore, we say to you, upon the level of the intellect alone, it is apparent that the one of whom you speak does indeed dream. As to the blocking of the dreams from the conscious mind, this soul comes into the physical body as an inmate into a prison. Depending upon the shock of that entry, the consciousness of vital spiritual being may have various awarenesses of what the prison is like. Those who have become aware that they are in prison are often more able to free themselves through dreams, even though their spirits are sad within them because of their imprisonment. Those who have some degree of consciousness of their condition of entrapment find it easier to be aware of their dreams. One such as the one of whom you speak are somewhat traumatized and have been unable to put their true personality, as you might call it, that is, the system of biases that make up that individual, into the totality of their physical consciousness. They are truly in, shall we say, solitary confinement. In order to begin to unlock the consciousness of the imprisoned soul, so that it can communicate with the conscious mind through remembering the dreams, it is suggested that, since this is a desirable situation, to attempt to attain meditation. Be devoted first to the silence, and then to a seeking of wholeness. It is suggested that within this second type of meditation, the seeker become aware of the Creator's infinity and presence in all areas and in all corners. There is nothing left out of the Creator. There is nothing that needs to be known that the Creator does not know. The Creator is within each of us. This meditation makes the consciousness available when applied patiently that relaxes the trauma of the imprisoned soul. Memory is to a certain extent a habit and it is a matter, in this case, of changing the habit of not remembering. We are always available to aid. And it is also to be said that each of you has guides within what you would call the astral planes, who are able to aid you simply by giving you light and strength within your worldly sphere. Seek this help, and it will be given. Does this answer your question? Questioner. Inaudible. Hatan. My brother. There are many different lessons to be learned within the physical plane. 
to most who are here. It is necessary that the consciousness be fully awake to the higher, shall we say, intellectual decisions of the physical world. But there are those who need to experience sensations. In order to do this, it is necessary only to be within a physical form. There are others whose karma involves this debt. However, the one of whom you speak had a need to experience the beauties, the color, the light, and the feeling of the physical plane, and he was able to do this by incarnating in such a vehicle. He receives these sensations in a pure and untouched manner due to the fact that his mentality is, as you would say, retarded. This is what he needs in this experience. It is not a cruel creation. The harmonies are sometimes difficult to understand. Is there another question? Questioner. Inaudible. Hatan. The instrument spoke of the brotherhood of seven rays, and the meaning of this is simply that light as you know it in its pure form contains various basic hues of color. All of these colors together make up the light, and all the differences within all mankind make up one being. The brotherhood which takes its name from this, inaudible, has been formed to work with all the different hues and colors of mankind's spirit, so that, as the one known as Brother Philip said, one day all of mankind will move in harmony and in oneness. Does this answer your question? Questioner. Inaudible. Hatan. If there are no more questions, I will leave this instrument. Questioner. Inaudible. Hatan. One not only can, but one almost always does. It is simply that these contacts are not often remembered. If you would work towards sensitizing your memory, you will begin to remember being given instructions by your teachers. This is the life of the soul. Unfortunately, the tape recording the session ends here, therefore ending our transcript. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one infinite creator.